Happy birthday, Ultimate Podcast Network family. Celebrating eight years in 2021 are bringing you the listener free broadcasts on topics that are family friendly. There are podcasts on homeschooling, kids, family life, and success over struggles. There are podcasts on rekindling your romance, household management, organization, health issues, techie skills, and podcasts on every academic subject that will help you in your journey. And there's more. I want to give a shout out to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network podcasters. They work hours and hours to bring you these broadcasts for free. And how can you thank them? Well, it's easy. One, subscribe to their channel. You can do this on any podcast app. Two, give this podcast a star rating on your favorite podcast app, as well as comment on the website. Three, share this episode and the network with a friend. And thank you, our listeners. You've kept us on the air for many years and millions of downloads. Also, I invite you to sign up for our easing that comes out weekly with freebies each month for subscribers only, as well as a list of all the podcasts you won't want to miss. You can find this podcast as well as others on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.com. And happy birthday! Enjoy this upcoming presentation and God bless. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with episode 452. Today, we are going to talk about holiday and homeschooling. I would like you to give this podcast a star rating. So how do you do that? Do you have an app that you listen to this podcast on, on your phone, or maybe a tablet? Well, if you go to your app and you find this podcast, which is Vintage Homeschool Moms, you can find the ability to comment or give us a star rating. And why do we ask you to do that? Well, because this helps us to get found. And the more we can get found, the more people can find out about our Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. As I record this, this is the month of October And we are actually celebrating our eighth birthday as a network. And you will find amazing podcasters on this network. Well, one of them you are going to get to meet now. And I am super happy to introduce Lisa Nearing of True North Homeschool Academy. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. It's great to be here. It is. And also, uh, Lisa has a podcast that she um, does on the network and it is called lifeskills101.com. So tell everyone a little bit about your family and then I want you to jump in and explain what life skills means because you oh, had yeah. to tell me that what that was <laughs> when you said, I want to do a podcast on life skills. I said, okay, what is, what are, you know, <laughs> what are they? Cause you were talking about soft skills and hard skills and I'm like, yeah. okay. 
So I'm Lisa and um, I've been married for 36 years. We have five kids who we've homeschooled. Um, We just graduated our youngest. So 30 year vets of homeschooling. And um, I own and operate True North Homeschool Academy, which is an online academy K through 12. We have a lot of fun with that program. And the podcast is on life skills. And so we just try to really provide practical tools and tips for families on how to teach your kids life skills. And those can include soft skills, which are, um, which are less <laughs> easy to define, but there are things like communication and critical mm-hmm. thinking skills, um, why you should vote and how, those kind of things. And then hard skills, which are more technical skills. Um, but why, like one of our, our recent um, podcasts was on how music is a life skill and just how music can bring you so much joy and really help your kids academic ability and social ability and communication skills and stuff like that. So really helping parents understand like how much of their homeschooling really does help their kids with life in general, you know? Wonderful. And you um, have really taught me a lot about that as well. And it is, it's something that we expect our kids to know, but we don't necessarily teach. And so this Mm -hmm. is going to be a really a good place where people can learn more about that. And then you also have two North homeschool Academy. So tell Mm -hmm. us about that. Yeah, we are K through 12. We offer live online, small group classes that are dynamic and interactive. And I think last year with everybody, like for the first time, probably ever hearing the word virtual school um, that has a certain, not really great taste in their mouth, maybe, but there's actually a, a hierarchy of online education called the SAMR method. I'm actually doing a podcast on that this month. Mm-hmm. And it really talks about how you can just replace in-person teaching, but really innovative online teaching means you're reimagining education. And that's really what we try to do at North Homeschool Academy is use time-tested educational pedagogy and cutting edge tech to bring amazing classes and opportunities to your kids at home. Right. And I think with um, online education, a lot of parents have seen things or have been told they can't sit there and watch, you know, the the videos with their kids. And I'm sure this is a whole different turnaround with you. You probably invite parents to, you know, sit there with their children and interact. And that's, that's really wonderful. And so we'll have your social media links and and all of these links uh, here in the show notes as well. But we wanted to tackle Um, You know, as we're recording this, it's the end of October. So we wanted to tackle how uh, parents can look at education and homeschooling, especially with the holidays, because we have so Mm -hmm. much going on and we need to have some sort of a balance. And there are different things that parents can do. So why don't you share some of those with us? Yeah, I think um, to really think about the holidays as holy days, which are days that are to be set apart is an important distinction in our minds. Um, because our kids and our culture are really eager for meaning and relevance. And even though we homeschool and our kids are kind of insulated from what's going on in the wider world, they are very aware. Um, Our kids have gotten lonelier. As I've just interviewed our own people at True North, the, the parents and the kids are lonelier than they ever have been before. So holy days, holidays are a perfect way to bring relevance into our lives, our daily lives. And I would just really encourage everyone to simplify when they think about holidays. Cause I know when I was growing up, it was always like a big deal, lots of decorations, a lot of food, a lot of presents. And that can be really super overwhelming, especially if you're the, the magic maker, i.e. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. 
I go yeah. home and tell my kids I'm, yeah. I'm a magic maker, by the way. Yeah, seriously. Well, and it really, it came home to me the year my mom died is that, um, even though I was an adult and I had, I had kids of my own, my mom was the magic maker behind the holiday scenes. And when she died, it was all on me. And I really, I missed her, but I really missed that because I hadn't really realized that she brought so much extra to the holidays. And, um, and so I tried to replicate everything she did and it got really overwhelming, but a very wise friend of mine told me a couple of years ago that, um, her mom for holidays did very simple meals. They had a main dish, they had a salad, they had a side dish and, and then bread, that was it. And wow, that was like a real paradigm shift for me because we would have like five sides and two salads and four desserts and pie and blah. And so I I would spend a week getting ready for it. And by the time it happened, I was just like, I didn't want to think about anything else. So I would just really encourage moms really simplify, but then set time apart, like just decide you're going to set time apart to learn about the holidays. And if you don't follow a liturgical year, um, just decide the holidays that are going to be important and meaningful to your family and then teach your kids why they are. And that can be a really fun, um, a really fun learning experience for you as the parent too. Um, and some of the ways it might feel like your schedule is too tight to do that, but I would suggest a couple different ways to make that happen. Um, you can just plan it. You can just say, we're going to take the month of December off to learn about holidays and do a month long unit study on it. You can take afternoons or one afternoon a week. Um, We always did a morning basket. So we had one hour planned every single morning where we just had a basket full of materials. We really wanted to focus on a study. And that was our Latin flashcards. And that was when we read story of Christianity and all that kind of stuff. That's a perfect time to do a study on holidays in particular. So if you just have a time set apart, yeah, you can just focus on that. And I would say really um, part of the, part of the importance of holidays in the Bible, at least is for us to pause and give thanks to God and to recognize and remember the amazing things he's done in our lives. Um, How do we remember best through our senses? So I would really encourage you as you get ready to celebrate the holidays um, that you just try to focus on how you're going to utilize the senses with um, smells, sights sounds, feels, and tastes, and then don't worry about getting it all right. Um, We have, we've celebrated biblical feasts and festivals for several years in our home, and we just finished the the festival of Sukkot. And um, I just wanted to share this because I think it just exemplifies, I've gotten older, how I feel about holidays now. So we invited um, several people over that had never celebrated Sukkot. And um, tell us what that is. Tell us what that is. Yeah. So Sukkot is a festival in the Old Testament um, that Jesus actually celebrated. And it's where you build build a booth outside. Um, There's certain specifications. And then it's a remembrance of God tabernacling with us or dwelling with us. And so it's this really beautiful week-long celebration of friends and gathering and, and decorating your outside Sukkot and eating together and just being as a community together. so we, we put up this, um, this pergola with the roof. We didn't get any of it right, but we did it. And friends came over and it was kind of awkward. And, um, we, we had a really nice dinner. We went outside to decorate it. And it was like, like the magic just started happening. We got all these weeds from the field and, and cords and 
mums and pumpkins and everybody just had a great time, like literally duct taping these weeds to our pergola, <laughs> which is not like better homes and gardens at all. So funny, But uh, it was just a joyful time of really being together. And then we forgot an important part with Sukut, you have a lulav and an etrog. There's certain fruits and vegetables and you wave them up, down. It's kind of like the prayer of St. Patrick's actually God got in front of me, behind me, above me, below me and by my side. But we forgot all of that. And, and somebody asked my husband, like, are we going to do that? And he goes, well, I don't have the liturgy and we didn't remember it, but let's just pause and think like God's right here. And it, and that's what I really want to convey to all your moms who are homeschooling and feel like they have to get it right. And their kids aren't going to appreciate it if it's not right. It's just about being together and really enjoying where you're at, you know, and we didn't have the liturgy. We didn't have the etrog but we all just left that evening feeling so fulfilled and full of joy and thankfulness for the community, for God being with us, for the good food. And a couple of my friends texted me first thing the next morning saying, that was just such a beautiful expression of God's community. And I think we need to think about that. That is the point of the holy days is that God dwells with us. We're in community and fellowship with our families. And it doesn't have to be perfect or better homes and gardenish or Martha Stewart, whatever, you know, person you follow just has to be together and have some of those meaningful things. Um, but if you start with smells, you know, what is, what does Christmas smell like to me, peppermint smells and fir trees, you know, what does it look like twinkle lights? So my husband invests in twinkle lights. We have a, we have a three-story old craftsman Sears farmhouse. So it's this huge house. It is decorated from top to bottom in twinkle lights. And you can go to the hill a mile away and our house just looks like a decorated cupcake in the valley. (laughs) (laughs) It is just, it is so everybody that goes by at Christmas is like, I love your house. Like they just, it makes them happy. And um, I would say sounds too. So for Christmas to me, Handel's Messiah, if there is one sound that, that says Christmas, it is Handel's Messiah. And I sing it to my kids and we play it and, and also Charlie Brown's Christmas. So <laughs> what, what dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. Do, do all the serious stuff and then do all the fun, joyful things and, and handles Messiah is definitely joyful too, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a certain style to mm-hmm. really capture the joy of the holiday. Wonderful. Um, yeah. And then you just, you schedule it. So my daughter takes off the month of October or December. And so she starts school a little bit early, you know, mm-hmm. and so she yeah. starts school. Some, it's hot in Florida where we're from. And I know you're from North Dakota, <laughs> but you know, so it's so hot in Florida. So at that point in time, like in July, I, I think she starts, the kids are just done, you know, they'll still go out in the afternoon and things and maybe swim, but they just, you know, she can bring them in and, and, you know, spend the cool time in air conditioning and then be able to enjoy the winter months, you know, mm-hmm. um, here, which is, you know, December and January and so forth, where yeah. it's nice. And, you know, it's like, it's not 90 and it's in the seventies or sixties. So for us, yeah. that's cooler and, um, and, and do that. And if you feel that you really have to get, you know, some of your academics done, and that's again, where you plan. Um, you know, as Lisa said, you know, you, you do some things in the afternoon, but you, what you're doing is you're making memories, right? You're making these memories that the kids are going to have the rest of their lives. They're not going to remember, did we get done with our, um, science book or our math curriculum, which is important, you know, Mm -hmm. but 
their memories are going to be, you know, the things that they did. Um, And one of the things I had to do, especially with trying to get academics done, um, you know, and and especially when I was doing more of the public speaking and conferences Mm -hmm. and things like that, is we really had to be done before May because that was conference season. You know, you'd start prepping for that. And, um, and then we moved to online, which seemed like it was never ending. But um, so I had blocks of time when we knew we had to get things done, but then we also had time to enjoy, you know, what we wanted to do for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. one of the things I had to do was say, okay, everybody bring a dish, you know, or bring something because as you know, you were sharing with your mom that happened with me and my mom. Um, and so we ended up with, you know, the big house where people could come here and enjoy. And so that again, means that there's a lot of pressure and and things to get done. And so we spend all our time prepping and not enjoying, right? Yeah. Right. So so there has to be that balance, but I love, you know, how you've brought some of the Jewish tradition, um, Mm. into your family and you've been able to show them, um, you know, some different things like we did the, the Seder meal, um, at Easter time, you know, and, and the Passover and and celebrated, uh, some of those things. And then the kids can see that transition Mm -hmm. from, you know, the Jewish tradition to Christianity. And, and if you bring your faith in, uh, again, it just makes the memory so much more precious. Mm -hmm. It does. It, it really does. Because then there's your kids want to be part of something big. All of us do. We all are longing to be part of a bigger story. And when we show how Christianity and that story of faith is pertinent to our lives and and potentially their lives, it helps them realize that they can be part of something really bigger that transcends, you know, their small world, our small world, and it just goes on for all time. So that's a, that's a real. Wonderful. So what else did you have any other um, ideas that you wanted to share? Well, I would just say too, for the, for those of you who are homeschooling kids with special needs, um, sometimes the holidays can be super overwhelming with lights and different schedules and different foods. Um, but all kids really, honestly, I think all kids really want like consistency and schedule. So just bear that in mind as you are doing, you know, different holiday parties and activities and things that if you over schedule and overwhelm you might have a lot of breakdowns and obviously with different kind of foods too. Um, I know we have some kids that they can eat sugar all day long, but if they have popcorn, they're going to, they're going to be not okay. So, you know, just be aware of what your kids need and don't need as, as the holidays roll around. And sometimes it's just fine to say no and stay home. <laughs> right. You know, right. you don't have to do it all. That's true. And, um, and so, so great that you mentioned that because, um, I just recorded a session with Melanie Wilson, um, and she has a homeschool sanity podcast and, uh, we just did best homeschool parenting tips. And then I did another one with, um, this one actually will come out first with, um, uh, Meredith Curtis. And we did, you know, disciplining in the holidays, because a lot of times when we get together with our friends, the kids just, you know, like you said, you know, eat stuff they shouldn't and, and everything else. And just to give you parents some tools that you can use um, to help you get through, you know, the holidays, we don't want to be the people that say, Oh, I can't wait till it's over. You know, we want to be the joyous people that look forward to it. And there were years I have to admit that I was just dreading uh, the Mm -hmm. turning of the calendar 
until I got a handle on um, one of the things that I, I heard on another podcast, I actually think it was Carol Top, who's another podcaster on the network, um, back when she was uh, doing a different version of her podcast now, which was dollars and cents. But one of the things she said was um, to look at your schedule and just cut out anything that stresses you. And for her, mm-hmm. baking stressed her. Well, I love baking and that makes me happy. <laughs> But what stressed me was Christmas cards. So I way cut back on that. I didn't have to send all my, you know, church friends and people that I, so even on Facebook, I would post something like, I love all of my friends, but you're not getting a Christmas card from me. And, you know, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Right. And it was so funny because people were like saying, you know, I'm going to miss your, you know, long written, you know, like I'd have one page where I'd have to sum up everything that happened in our whole life for that Christmas. And I still send cards to some of the relatives that, you know, are elderly or expect it. But um, that was the biggest eye opener to me. And so then I sat with the kids and said, what is it about the holidays that stress you out? Mm. And then we we had a a discussion on that. And it was amazing because it was different. Like, for one, um, you know, I had, my, I had my different seasons and different kids. I have the two older ones and a big break. And then the three younger ones, same husband, because we've been married yeah. 42 <laughs> years this year. <laughs> but, um, but what I found was like, they didn't want to be in the Christmas pageant or the, that was a stress to them. So, you know, again, you, you do what you, you can do. And sometimes we have these, you know, ideas of what we expect. So the first two were in the Christmas pageant, the last three were not, you know? <laughs> uh, so I think maybe the third one, third, third child was, but then, mm-hmm. you know, um, no, no wise men. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. As my kids would call it the wise guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. I, the other thing we've done too, I love that you gave your kids such a voice in what stressed them out. Cause a lot of times we think we know, and just asking them, we, we might be surprised. The other thing we've done for many years was try to target somebody specific to give to, and that has looked different over the years. Sometimes we've given to ministries or, um, you know, our Sunday school one time bought like a housing for a for someone in a village in Africa. But one of the things we've done is trying to find somebody local and make it personal. Um, And um, you would be surprised at the power of one person gathering curriculum or toys or gifts for a family. We did that for a single mom in New Mexico one year. And seriously, I, I saw her years later and she said that was the best Christmas they'd ever had. We had gift cards and food and and curriculum and clothing and stuff. And they were really, they were really struggling. And it wasn't me. I just put the word out to other, other homeschoolers and other people in my church. And we were the gathering place and wrapped it and gave it to her. It made a big difference in her life and the lives of her kids. So I just really encourage people in the season of holidays, when it just is all glittery and shiny, because we are in a place where we get to do that maybe target somebody who doesn't have glitter and shine in their life and bring some of that in. Wonderful. No, I think that's, that's wonderful. And, and we do have, um, the, our church actually organizes that and they have, you know, you, you're, it's anonymous. And in the past they have had families who, um, you know, one person would buy for that entire family, but they have the age of the child and a request 
So yeah, sometimes it's, awesome. it's just, you know, um, some, a high ticket item like a bicycle. So if it is, mm-hmm. then they'll take donations toward yeah. that. So there, that's wonderful. And for years I had my children pick age appropriate children that they mm-hmm. bought for. And then yeah. that was also, you know, really a, a blessing for them yeah. as well. So there's yeah. so many things you can do. And this all turns into school. My kids would say, mom, um, I wrote a series of novels some years back, the two seekers mystery series, and I wrote uh, study guides to go with it. And my kids were like, you can turn anything into school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can't we just have a fun read here? You know, you've got to have these questions, you know, comprehension questions, but um but it is true that we can turn any, everything into a lesson because mm-hmm. homeschooling is a lifestyle and, mm-hmm. you know, parenting is a lifestyle, you know, whether or not you homeschool and you've found us, but it really is. And so you can, again, make these memories with your children and really plan to have some time. And if it's too late this year, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a week you know, before, and I'm going to have all this guilt. No, you know, this could be something that you think about and it may, may take a year, you know, for mm-hmm. you to, you know, figure out how you're going to manage this and, you know, slowly uh, bring this to reality where your children are going to remember the holidays and remember these times as, you know, um, times where you can celebrate, like you said, the holy days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to encourage people to, you don't have to do it all yourself. If you want to do gingerbread houses, but you don't want to bake the gingerbread, buy the kit. Right. <laughs> if you want to have friends over and you just don't have time to clean, pay some homeschool teenagers to come clean your house. I mean, it, you know, overcome, you know, just figure out what is the important thing for your family. If it's, if it's just sitting down and visiting, you don't have to do whole meals with people and you can still really enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Or just do dessert because we right. started doing that with friends instead of having everybody over and even doing a potluck, which, oh, that's mm-hmm. easy. Well, it is until it's cleanup time. Right. Right. You know? And <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, you can just do other things and, um, and, and enjoy the time. I mean, uh, my kids have two of my children have Christmas Eve birthdays. Yeah. Oh, Tell God. me how I plan that. Them? T- yes. <laughs> Back to back, the two oldest have, have you know, one Christmas Eve birthday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so last year, um, usually I would do, you know, a big meal. And then we decided to, when I started doing Christmas, we cut that out and then we would do a big breakfast. And this year we went to one of the local restaurants and it was a lot of people because the one daughter has, I have eight grandchildren now. Yeah. So it was a, a huge group of us, but it was such a blessing not to have to cook and prepare and have a mess when I was having everybody over the next day, or we would just go out for breakfast. So, you know, you, you budget for that and you keep that in mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you you know, these things are coming up, but it, even if it's not what you've always done, um, if it gives you more time to be able to, you know, chill out with everyone and enjoy the company, um, you know, it is, it, it does make a difference. So it does. Well, friend, it has been a pleasure. Um, unless you have anything else, any other yeah. wisdom you want? Okay. So- yeah, just enjoy the holidays because there. We were talking about this before we started. Is that you? You all. You have all these littles in your house, and it feels right. overwhelming. And pretty soon, you're They're all grown. grown up, and you're on um, Medicare is or Medicaid. I'm not sure. One of the medis. <laughs> Yeah. And Medi- Medicare, just, right? Yeah, yeah. It just goes so quickly, you know, it and does. So really 
don't stress, enjoy your people because um, they're going to grow up and have amazing lives of their own some days. Absolutely. Um, sooner than later. <laughs> yes. So find Lisa at lifeskills101.com. That is her podcast. And check out the amazing classes um, at true north homeschoolacademy.com. Uh, this is not just your run of a mill, you know, sit down and watch these videos. You're actually going to get live training. Is that correct, yeah. Lisa? So yeah. you've got live small group classes. Right. And yeah. so the children will be able to experience, you know, um, that at home and in the safety of your home, and you'll actually know what your children are learning. So what a blessing that is as well. Lisa, thank you. It has been a pleasure and I appreciate your friendship and you, um, and, and just you and, and what your husband have done through the years. So thank you. And God bless. Thanks, Felice. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) Okay. You can find today's show notes for this episode at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com episode 452 holiday and homeschool tips with Lisa Nearing and uh, you can find the show notes there so you can also find all types of topics so if you go to the ultimate homeschool podcast network we have a search feature that is on every page and you can just type in um, a topic and a podcast will more than likely Uh, come up. And if you don't find a a podcast on the topic you're interested in, then just email me um, and we will get that for you. So friends, take care. God bless. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.